Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Out to Adult. My name is Jose Inmopoulos, and I will be moderating today's conversation, two-part episode around um, relationships. With me today, we have two couples. I'll let them introduce themselves. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get started with to my right. Um, if you can give me your name, age, and how long have you guys been together? Okay, so I'm Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Uh, hi, I'm 37. Right? Yeah, 37. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I forget. And and I'm Kevin, and I'm 31. Uh, and we've been together since 2012, so that's eight years. I, can I also ask, are you just, um, are you in, are you boyfriends? Are you engaged? or We're married. You're married. married. Wow, so I, something new. Okay, so you're yes. married. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank All you. All right, so eight, so eight years how long of those were married and how long was the, how long of those were dating? So married since 2016. Yeah. So half and half. Okay. Half mm-hmm. dating. Half. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. All right. Now to my right or to my left. Sorry. The other, <laughs> the other right. You go first. <laughs> I'm Beth and I'm 30. I'm Chella and I am 38. And we have been together. Beth and I have been together for three and a half years (laughs) and we just got engaged so um we were dating for uh three and a half years and just got engaged yeah congratulations 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 so one of the things that I noticed in your introductions is the age, somewhat of an age gap. Um, so I actually, I'm very hesitant to date younger. So my question to Aichella and Andrew is what made you make the jump to date younger? Or if, and, um, and, this, and why with this particular person? Or, if, or is that your regular MO? Uh for me, that was probably my regular <laughs> MO, to be honest. Okay. Um, yeah, I probably, yeah, mostly dated younger guys. So, okay. yeah. What was the youngest age gap that you've dated? Um, I think about five years is probably about the, the biggest age gap, yeah. Okay. What about you, Fichella? Uh For me, well, my MO was always older. Um, See, that's my, that's my MO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, Beth is actually, I think, the youngest I've dated. Oh. Yeah. Well, congrats, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now for Beth, so Beth and, and for Kevin, is your MO to date older, or what is, what is your usual, like, pet portfolio of dating age-wise? Um, no, I just, I always dated somebody either a year younger, two years, nothing gappy like that. <laughs> Not it's, gappy like this. No, that's... <laughs> Good to know. Um, yes, I always <laughs> dated older. Oh, okay. And how much, what was the oldest age or the difference of the biggest age gap movie you dated? So when I met Andrew, I was dating, I was in my early 20s. So I think, you know, mid to late 40s. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think That's for okay. me, my, my cutoff was really much after my mom told me, uh, you shouldn't be dating people my age. And I was, I was, I think, at 22, <laughs> yeah. and I was dating people her age, so I stopped after she said that, because I was like, all right, fine, I won't, I, it would be kind of interesting to bring a 55-year-old person to Thanksgiving this year, It'd be like, hey, mom, like, this person's your age, or, well, talking about AARP or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how has, how has age impacted your relationships, either, and for the better or for the worse? Uh, if I can go first, sure. um, the age, it really hasn't impacted our relationship that much. It's just some of the things that we say or do is what, um, pretty much you could, you could, I'm aging myself when I say something <laughs> and you know, and when she says something and I'm like, what is that? What, is, what are you talking can you about? Can you give an example? Like, uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, what was one of the things recently? <laughs> um, I think just. When it comes to songs, a lot of mm. times, like I'm, you know, the all about the, I don't know, 
prints and that kind of stuff. And, and she's like, And yeah, so actors. and then oh gosh, yeah, the actors, actors, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I love Tom Hanks, and oh my god, you know, like um, Gina Davis. Have you ever seen her in this? And she's like, who's Gina Davis and who's Tom Hanks? You know, yeah. so it's kind of Tom like. <laughs> what about for you, Beth? Is there moments where you're like? you felt like oh i'm i'm too young or like no okay. no i've never felt like that which is something i mean i i don't know i think it's a good thing yeah, i've never no. felt i've never felt that way besides i mean the little things like that yeah or mm-hmm. slangs that she brings up and i'm she's like you've never used that slang and i'm like no we used to say this or something <laughs> you know but nothing serious like that okay uh, that brings some set of some set of comfort for me if I'm able to jump mm-hmm. towards dating younger. But I also want to hear from Kevin and Andrew. How is the age gap? Either when have you felt it, when, or you don't feel it, or well, no. what Kevin didn't say before is that I think I'm actually the youngest person he's ever dated. Oh. So I at first oh. had some <laughs> concerns of is am I gonna actually be what he oh. is actually interested in? <laughs> so uh, I think that when I met Andrew, I think our age gap we matched in terms of what we wanted mm-hmm. even though I was younger um and so now like hitting those milestones of like buying a house and getting married and stuff I'm doing it at a like, faster pace than I see other people mm-hmm. typically at um so that's kind of the only thing that I can see mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and just talking about kids and like oh you're gonna be this old if we ever have kids and i'm gonna be this young <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah and i'm like ah maybe that's too old yeah <laughs> i mean i think on the silly side i think the only thing i think is sometimes like old nickelodeon uh, cartoons that he doesn't know that i know <laughs> yeah. yeah like which ones is like rocco rocco yeah he didn't know that one a couple weeks ago we we're talking about with our friends and he's just like what and we're like what how did you not know this <laughs> So it's interesting. So y'all talk about like, so you talked about a little bit of dating. So how, what was it like your initial, like, how was it your first date? And what was it the first thing that drew you to each other? If you can share a little bit about that. Why don't we start with the guys first? Um, potential. <laughs> how do you see potential? Like where, cause so, so where did yeah. you see him? Like what did like. So yeah. I was out on a date, a first date with somebody else. Oh, and uh, this person's ex came up to him and introduced his new boyfriend to him and Andrew's their friend so they were all together and I wasn't having a great date with the guy so I was kind of just there for hanging out and meeting new friends and so then they introduced Andrew um, and we were talking he he was shirtless at the time. Obviously, which I would have written off because I'm like, oh, Diamond does it. But then he started actually talking to me because he was like, oh, who's this new person? And then he was like, oh, I go to UCI. I'm have, I'm in the PhD program, and I was like, oh, I'm starting my master's program. So we kind of were like similar in our goals in life, like where we're going, education and career and stuff. So. There was potential there, I think. Okay. For n- more than just like physical attractions. Yeah. I think that was the thing that pushed us into more dating and less just casual. Got it. Mm-hmm. What about for you, Andrew? Um, well, from that first night was definitely the uh, the air of mystery because <laughs> when uh, Kevin was on his was on his date, there was also a whole bunch of that guy's other friends that were hanging out with them. Um, and he very pointedly uh, introduced me to all of the other friends, but not Kevin. And I had to specifically ask, oh, who's that? <laughs> so there was a bit of mystery. Kevin played up the whole innocent kind of thing. When we went to one of the other bars, he acted like he had never been on a dance floor before That's and was like, what is what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it what was it true what? back then. Huh? It was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so he knows how to play the mystery and intrigue part <laughs> pretty well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, he was... Also, um, you know, I think similar in terms of potential, but also uh, a very sane person to date. Sanity's um, important. Yes. Um, so, yeah, obviously, yeah, with his program that he was in also, I obviously saw that there was, like, a lot of alignment in direction of our, of our lives, which really helped, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. What about for you, ladies? What was it, what was it like the first time y'all hung out? Like, how did you meet? You want to go first? 
Okay, so we actually worked in the same building. That's how we met. Um, and I would come to her because she TMI, was... TMI, TMI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, that kind of stuff goes over my head sometimes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a young people joke. It's a young people joke. I guess so. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so we worked in the same building. She she worked in the cafeteria, and I worked in um, the health education, which was right across from uh, the cafeteria. And so I would go in. I went in one time, and I saw her, and there was just, I don't know, she has this look of, like, like a mystery, mm. you know? Like, she was just a mystery, and... Her green eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to know this this little lady. <laughs> and I don't know, it was just, um, I just saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm really attracted to her. And I don't even know if she's gay, but you know what? I'm just gonna <laughs> keep coming back until she turns gay or something. <laughs> so um, I don't know, like that's that's... When I first met her, that's how it was for me. Got it. What about for you, Beth? Where you, did you see her like scoping you out, or did you notice her too? Or I, I the first time I saw her, yeah, I noticed her, and I was like something about her, like the way she just looked at me. It was just like I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I saw her one time, and then I didn't see her for a few months. So then when I saw her again, it was just something about her that just like I, I mean, I kind of knew she was gay. But you know, there's always that. There's always that mystery that what if she's not? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, just uh, the way she would look at me, she always like looked shy, but then not shy. But then, like I could tell she was shy to at first, but then wanted to know more. I don't know. She was just just the way she would look at me, and yeah. not say anything. <laughs> so, um, so that was the first time you saw each other. How about like? How how quickly would you say, and maybe this is not, and I'm, I hope I'm not expecting the same number, but how quickly did you know like this is going to be something longer? Because my so like my mom and I have actually talked about this before because I called her once before our third date that I was going to, and I was like, oh I don't know, I don't feel it yet, like I don't know if this is the guy, and she was like, honey, she was like by the third date with my your dad, I already knew that this was for the long haul. I was like, okay, so I I have a third date rule that I kind of go by. So what about y'all? Like what, how long did it take you to know this is going to one that's going to be a while or forever since you're married and engaged? Well, so we met in the spring and then I did some light stocking. Oh, (laughs) Um, it sounds like it's something in similar (laughs) (laughs) for the summer. So just like, you know, popping in, Saying hi, coming to his house randomly. <laughs> when, when he was uh, home, when I hoping when he was home, jumping the fence at sometimes our, at our apartment's pool. <laughs> Wait sometimes for me. When he, sometimes when he wasn't home, I would just be there and waiting and be like, "This is plausible, right? Like, I'll just be in the neighborhood." <laughs> um, so that I don't even know if that's considered dating. That I was just well, like stalking. I was just that like yeah. stalking. Yeah. Like I was just showing up. <laughs> Making, That's what I'm doing yeah. wrong up here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so I don't, I think, um, and then in that fall, I think we kind of moved to more dating. And I think it was, there's some conversations that happened that made it a little bit more official at okay. that point. So I think it maybe like three to six months. All right. yeah. Let's see if Andrew has the same number. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I was actually going to say, yeah, okay. a, a number of months. Um, but also part of what um, added to that was uh, when we first met um, Kevin as a apparently as a way to start conversation with me. The first like few times he came over, um, he would actually start asking me about the guy that he was on a date with. And his logic was like, oh, he's your friend. You know about him. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I guess I got the wrong vibe. You actually aren't into me. You actually want to date oh. the other guy still. So that confused the crap out of me forever. Was that on purpose? Was that on purpose? Well, I had to make it plausible that I was oh. like showing up at his house randomly. Like, 
So you're like, I'm, I'm here because I'm interested in you, but I can't let you know that? Is that what I'm picking up yeah. on? Okay, yeah. got Mystery it. and intrigue, right? Um, <laughs> see, I'm doing this all wrong. I'm, I'm just, I show up and say like, hey, I'm into you. I should say, hey, I'm here, but I'm not really into you. I'm not, I want to know about your friend. I'm taking notes. I'm taking mm-hmm. notes, everybody. So three to six months, you knew kind of. Okay, what about you, ladies? Uh, so I don't know. I think after we got each other's numbers, <laughs> it our was story is kind of kind of like up and down. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, it was like I couldn't get enough of her, and so I already knew that I was just really attracted to her her style, the way she, um, the way she, you know, moves, the way she talks, the way, I don't know. I was, I just knew that I have to keep getting to know this person and I want to know this person for a very long time. So, um, I don't know if it's safe to say right away. <laughs> Which is, but I mean, I will I, say that's the typical lesbian <laughs> response. Is, uh, but um, it wasn't like I, I wanted to, you know, call the U-Haul and, you know, make it official. But because that just wasn't me. But I definitely wanted to date and I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to, I don't know, I guess kind of make her mine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel the same? Did you feel the same, Beth? Or did it take uh, you a little bit more time? Yeah. I mean, like for, for me to be like, oh, I want to date her, then yeah, it was... Um, kind of like right when i saw her but yeah so yeah i guess yeah at the same time and i know so knowing chella so to be transparent chella was my roommate for a while so i do know her for a while and of course with kevin and andrew we played kickball i played kickball with beth as well um so i know with chella in particular there was a, a pause and something occurring before you had to make the choice to make the decision to jump into the next relationship correct yes um <laughs> so so um how <laughs> How did you manage the transition of, of like being in a relationship to knowing that it wasn't going to work because you had met someone that was more fitting for you or uh, like the, the match that you were looking for? Uh, I think um, it would have to be like when I when I was in the relationship um, previous to Beth, I there was a like a, a cultural difference that I just couldn't get past. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was drinking, the whole um, alcohol thing, because I'm a recovering alcoholic. And so it's um, knowing that uh, my partner is still drinking, not very supportive. Um, I just, it started to get to me. So by that time, by the time that I met Beth, I was already like, I- I'm, I'm kind of over this. Not in a mean way, but I was just tired. I was done. Yeah. Um, so when I met Beth, it was like, okay, we have our cultural, um, we have our, our culture in, in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both Hispanic. And so um, we know the same, we know the same language. We know the same, um, you know. Upbringing. I don't know. Yeah. Up, upbringing. Um, rituals i guess of the mexican culture but yeah um so i was like i, w- I want to see where this goes and i want to see um because i honestly i've never been with another mexican <laughs> there's always <laughs> first sounds bad, but, <laughs> but yeah so i just i was like okay this this is this is what i want yeah thank you um you know, Kevin and Andrew, uh, you are from different uh, upbringings and different uh, cultures. How th- was there some hesitancy initially when you were dating? Is it that, did that play a factor or how has that either benefited your relationship and knowing the differences? So I'm Asian. Andrew's white slash Cuban, you know, mixed. Um, and, you know, I don't want to put any like labels or things on people but you know Mm -hmm. there's a such thing as you know a rice queen and things like that and we did meet (laughs) out in west hollywood and it's very common to see you know a asian person with a you know white or white adjacent um like complected person person. yeah and so i don't think it was a 
stretch for us to imagine ourselves in those. Mm-hmm. But I do um, what Shella said about like never dating somebody from your same culture. Like that was a thing, and I have realized that that is more of a um, conversation now, especially um, yeah. amongst our groups of um, just communities. Um, and so it is important, kind of, to step back and realize maybe some of what I was seeing influenced, you know, mm-hmm. which way I was leaning. And yeah. so maybe now if, if it was this time or um, I was exposed to more um, relationships that looked like same um, culture or like Asian with Asian people with other Asian people yeah. that I might have, you know, leaned that way too. So I've done that kind of self-reflection on myself to say like, it's not bad that I'm not with somebody that's Asian, mm-hmm. but that there's other factors that might have influenced that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andrew? Uh, yeah, so I am a probably a self-professed <laughs> rice queen. She's also a dairy queen too, yeah. though. So <laughs> can you, Okay, so for, for listeners that might not be aware of like those kinds of queens, can you can you elaborate a little bit more? Um, yeah, I mean, they're somewhat derogatory terms, but rice queen, you know, usually um, a white guy who is into Asian guys, uh, my understanding is actually... Originally, it was really um, geared towards also having a, a large age difference. Um, yeah. uh, but more recently, I think that's not really part of the definition. Um, and then I've heard multiple things for the other way around. It's Dairy Queen or Potato Queen or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, But yeah, um, for me, I guess, uh, yeah, I've never really been... I mean, my upbringing is obviously I'm, I'm part Latino, um, but... Uh, my upbringing was definitely very uh, much more Caucasian br- upbringing. I mean, I didn't speak uh, Spanish in the household because my stepmom didn't trust that people wouldn't talk about her behind her back, mm-hmm. right? So I had to learn Spanish in school, yeah. um, you know, uh, those kinds of things. So, but I did grow up in South Florida, so I still got some of it, but just like not a lot. Yeah. Um, but I was never really. Um, I mean, just to put it plain, I was never really into white guys anyway. So um, for me, I, I don't know. It just was always just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> Sorry. fine. No, it's good. I mean, so, so, it, so I never, it never really played, a, it's never impacted or been a, like a, like either a plus or a minus in your relationship because y'all were just, it was like. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and, and culturally, at least Andrew was very into like not just physically Asian people, but like he liked, you know, Asian things like Asian mm-hmm. movies and music and food and stuff. So he, it was like not a stretch for us to yeah. like integrate our lives together. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Beth? Like um, I'm sure that it, uh, I feel like you and I may have similar upbringings cause I've, I've gone to your house. I've ever, I was raised in a similar neighborhood as you. Um, what was usually your your dating category or your dating portfolio like was uh was cultural importance to you and um has that ever played a factor uh no i i mean i've only dated mexicans mm. but it's not like i was like no just mexicans you yeah know? but it's just always been something I've- what is what is it about it that maybe attracts you more to dating latina girls than maybe others uh, I don't know. Maybe just the fact that I kind of know, I guess, a little bit about the the background. Not yeah. truly know them, but and then just that's all I was really around, like just with my friends or you know. Yeah. So anywhere we went, it was always like a Mexican thing. Like never really went out where it was like a lot of different cultures. Diff- yeah. Yeah. So just no, I mean, and it's good to know because I think for me, when I first started dating guys, it was very much through the, the through the lens of having acceptance of my parents. And I didn't realize that until I went to therapy that that was a big factor. Like I, I was still fighting the wanting to be accepted from them. So I was like to be accepted from them and to have someone come to the house, they have to be Catholic. They have to be Latino. They have to know Spanish that way. Then it's an easier integration. Right. And I, I had a tendency I've had boyfriends. I mean, you could test to one of them that I, that I dated when I was, we were living together, Chela, that like he was the, the, the guy, he was like, he was Catholic. He was from Mexico. He spoke Spanish. He worked yeah. construction. He was hot. So I was like, this is it. He's the one. He He's the one three months in. And I was like, this is not working out. Like this is not working. 
Um, <laughs> and in, in reality, it was because I kept going towards those towards those categories mm-hmm. and I never really spent time getting to know them. So I think so it's important to kind of like, while there are factors, right, like Chella shared, that there are factors when it comes to cultural differences is that sometimes maybe we were able to power through or able to see through them or work through them to be able to have successful relationships. So now, like, I actually mm-hmm. date, I've been lately dating more white guys lately, um, which is mm-hmm. funny because my friends keep saying, oh, you're being colonized. <laughs> I'm like, sure, <laughs> being colonized. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, so, um how um so i this direction is more question directed towards beth and we can talk a little bit about um your coming out process but i know for beth um you started dating chella still in the closet mm-hmm. um how was that and um how did the the to build the courage to come out also uh, like kind of go like how did how did that go like i'm sure it was a journey but like i mean at first i was so used to it that um it really didn't bother me, but I knew it bothered her. And like w- when we started getting a little more serious, I was like, that's something I'm going to have to do is uh, come out to my parents. And um, I don't know. The reason I did it was because I felt like it was holding me back a lot mm. and our relationship from growing, you know, because mm. I was like, if I see myself with her and having like moving in together, because we obviously didn't live together at the time. Um all that needs to come out you know yeah. so i don't know it just happened one day i just did it so how did it so how did it go uh it went great i mean i told my parents and my parents were very took it very well um but at the same time i dropped the i'm moving out bomb on them <laughs> so, so it was like once. i'm gay boom and they're like oh well it's okay well i'm moving now and then that's when like they were kind of like destroyed they were more upset about you moving yeah. out oh, oh yeah definitely um that were my cheese <laughs> Lucky and it, and it, I mean it was it was uh, upsetting to see like I mean my mom was more upset but um it felt good like it felt yeah. good it felt like I could be I mean at first I was kind of iffy like I didn't bring her around like very like soon mm-hmm. uh but like after that it felt good like it felt good to be there with not my friend you know yeah. like it, it was I mean I mean my parent my family oh, loves yeah. her yeah. yeah so I mean it was good it That's felt good, good. Um, Chella, how did you notice the difference between Beth in the closet dating to Beth out? Yes. And can, yes. You, can you share a little bit more about that? I, well, um, it was just when, before she came out, I honestly, I, I dreaded going over to her parents' house because I didn't like the idea of calling her my friend. And I told her that I told her, you know, um, if you are going to introduce me, don't introduce me as your friend because I, I don't feel comfortable with that because I don't want to lie to her parents mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to come back later and them say, why, why didn't you ever tell us? You know, something like that. But, um, but it was very, I mean, I only went a couple of times, right, mm-hmm. before, before um, she came out. I only went a couple of times to um, her parents' house and it was all very, like, we were apart. We didn't, uh, we weren't next to each other, um, you know, just laughing and, and stuff like that, but not like very friendly. Um, and then now it's, um, you know, we can hug or we can, you know, I can um, tease her playing playfully. Mm. Um, Is there still kissing in, uh, loud in the, in the house? Well, I don't, I mean, we don't do it like, you know, blatantly yeah. start making out or anything. <laughs> I would <But>, hope not. <laughs> but um, I mean, I, you know, I'll hug her or, <clears throat> but I just think out of respect, I just, I don't want to be the um, person looking like, you know, I'm all over their daughter, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> what about, um, for you guys, how, um, how long did it take for each of you to introduce the families to each other? And how was that the first experience like? Well, so, I was also not out oh, to okay. my family when I was um, dating, and even beyond that, when we moved to Sacramento, I was still not out to them. So how how re- so how how many years have you been out then? It's like uh, about six years, right? Because you moved up in 2014, also. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, 2014. So d- that's just my family. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, 
it took a bit of um because we have asian family kind of values and upbringing mm-hmm. like we don't really talk about relationships that much anyway so it was a little bit easier just to maneuver around yeah that andrew made it more difficult because like i would take him back home and be like here's our friend there was one time we were like at a birthday party and we were ice skating and i slipped and fell and cut open my uh, like eyebrow and everybody's oh my god okay and andrew comes running across like oh my gosh and i was like you're my friend (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't be that concerned (laughs) so i was like Tone it down. Tone it down. Bro, what's oh, up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> tone it down. Put some Yo, spit on it, you need to go to the hospital, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so Andrew made it more difficult. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Put yeah. some ice on it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Put some ice yeah. on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when, like, once I graduated and then we moved to Sacramento, I got a job and then we kind of were serious and left to, like, think about buying a house and stuff. That's when I was like, okay. Probably time to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did tell my parents and I outed my brother at the same time. Because uh, we're twins. Uh, okay. Because we're twins. So they just is he Is he he's straight or is he? He's also gay. Oh, he's yes. also queer. Yeah. So that must have been interesting. A topic for a different day, maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a whole long a other whole story. story. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it took a while into our relationship where I felt comfortable enough yeah. to think that and they see our relationship they think okay you're you're um good you're like happy, you're, you're stable <laughs> you're happy like you're not going down like some wrong path or anything because yeah. that's like the first thing that's going to go through their mind yeah yeah so so how long so from the being friends to then being like hey the next time you see him he's actually my boyfriend how long was that span for for you kevin like to to reintroduce him as your boyfriend or fiance or I think we that it was like right away. Like well we had moved, so we were Oh, okay. Like they are in LA and we are in Sacramento. So I guess the next time I went down and visited Got we it. visited, like I brought yeah. him and And that's what you yeah. so you brought you came, he was like your coming out package to your yeah. parents. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Is this who I'm with? No. Yeah. Okay. It's true, it really happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they had met Andrew before. Yeah. yeah. But now they know that that's why he was around. Yeah. Why are you watching cared? his dog so much? Yeah. I don't get it. This is, why, this is why he cared about him, you know, yeah. uh, ruin his face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I guess for, what about for you, Andrew? Um, I think on my side, I mean, you met my family real fast. Was it the first Christmas or the one after? It was the first Christmas. Yeah. Wow. So like literally like, I guess six months or so after we met, um, yeah, uh, my dad was still lives in Georgia, so um, I brought him home for Christmas <laughs> that year. It was my dad's last year in that house, so he had this whole big whatever um, New Year's Eve party and stuff. So he met uh, my dad, my sister, um, my grandfather was still alive then, and um, my great aunt. I kind of have a very yeah. small core family, so um, yeah, he met them right away, um, and yeah, I, I think they've been really supportive. <laughs> That's good. Did, um, you know, Beth shared a little bit about like the, the, or Inchella shared a little bit about like the kind of like the little bit of the challenge of dating someone or being with someone that's still, um, you know, in the closet. How did, how did you feel about that? Um, I don't think I was super worried about it. Um, I kind of understood. I think I was, my mind frame was more like everybody kind of has their own timeline. Um, I know first, I mean, even personally, um, in my own coming out story, I was dating somebody for several months before I even said anything. And to be honest, it at first didn't go very well. So I wasn't really gonna, um, push him on it. I mean, I think he, when we had conversations, I mean, I think he knew that I did want to be able to, you know, meet, talk to his family as like, Hey, I'm your son's boyfriend, you know? Um, and, but I wasn't, I don't think I pushed you too hard on timeline. Did I? <laughs> I mean, uh, we bought a house before you even told them. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you bought, the, so you bought the house in so I'm 2014, 2014 when you yeah. first moved here and then you got married two years after, so two years later. Okay, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. And did, I mean, did Chella, I mean, Beth felt the pressure within herself for, for the relationship. Did you? Can you can you attest that maybe you did pressure her or or did you feel a certain kind of way? 
and, and why? Uh, yeah, now, I mean, now when I look back on it, I just, I really feel bad that I kind of pushed her mm. um, into telling her parents. Um, but I just felt like if she didn't do it now, she was never going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was that serious about her that I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't want to be your friend. I am your girlfriend and I don't want to lie to your parents. So I want to, um, I want them to know that I'm serious about you. And so that's what kind of got her. Um, I mean, she, I don't know, I guess just like to get the courage to go up to her yeah. parents and tell tell them that, tell them all of that, you know, it's, it was just, um, I, I know that my pushing just kind of, made her do it a little bit more but yeah. i'm glad that it happened obviously and it worked out yeah, yeah. And it, worked it worked out well out. yeah yeah because i mean i even told her you know they're not what's the worst that can happen they're not gonna kick you out they're still gonna love you well if you're kicking it you're moving it with me so. yeah exactly because <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> i know her parents love her love their uh, beth's family unit is very tight very strong and so I knew that it wasn't going to be like a big blowout. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, and I, and I think something that you, I think in your, in, in your relationships, <coughs> you know yourselves very well and you also know your partner very well. Right. So yeah. I think there are, there are moments where you, where you know that it's fine to push them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think only you, only each mm-hmm. other would know that. Right. And I think also you both would say, and it's not yet. You're, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. No, she's, Beth is strong. You know, she's, she can, she'll make up her own mind, but I just kind of coaxed her a little bit mm-hmm. to try and get it You out. enticed her. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you get these. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was me shaking my tits. <laughs> By the way, for those that cannot see, that was me shaking my tits. <laughs> um, so uh, have there been moments where um, you've encouraged, I'll say this, encouraged each other to things that you maybe felt yeah, the person was ready for. So Chella shared about like nudging Beth into coming out. Is there other stories or moments of like y'all pushing each other, encouraging each other to take maybe a jump or a leap in something that maybe the other person didn't feel comfortable doing or ready for? I definitely pushed a little hard on Andrews to work on his relationship with his family. Okay. Um, because they're a very small unit. There's only f- really four of them. Mm-hmm. And um, they did spend a lot of time together. And I think they had a uh, codependency a bit on each other in various ways. And I think that I pushed a little hard to cut some strings there. Because I think that we, as a unit, me and Andrew... Um, want to build our lives kind of with ourselves Mm -hmm. and i think some of the ties were holding us back in my opinion (laughs) in your humble opinion in my opinion (laughs) not in a bad way just like we weren't able to do everything we wanted to do yeah and yeah and just for us to, as a disclaimer, also for the audience, I, I'm a big believer of like not using good or bad. It's just very much it is what yeah. it is, right? So like, um, so so for y'all listeners that were are passing judgment, check yourselves first. <laughs> let y'all know, right? These couples are very much on their own, and they make the decisions themselves within themselves. So I just want to say that. Um, what about for you, Andrew? What was our moment or time? I was trying to think. I don't know. He's more pushy than I am, so. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that a good, I mean, do you find that to be a good balance in your relationship then? Um, potentially. I mean, I, I mean, I know I'm also very strong, strong-minded too. It can be really hard to make me budge at all. So. Seriously. <laughs> you you yeah. couples have a lot in common. <laughs> um, but Kevin also, he's in his own, he's definitely got his, his path and, and how he thinks about things. Um, and we always don't always line up in how we think about things. I think that's always the hardest thing to get around sometimes is that we just approach things very different sometimes. Yeah. And I um, think that's really the key is like we always have had like the same goals, but our approach and paths to it yeah. are yeah. very different. Yes. And we just need different things to make that 
decision and we just figured out that we just had to let each other have their own process sometimes yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't I, nothing's really coming to mind that's right fine. now no that's fine what about you beth do you, have, do you have a moment maybe where you encourage um cella in a direction that maybe she was not ready for i can think of one <laughs> which one because i can't think of, i can't think of any <laughs> oh Uh, so yeah yeah um she was married when we were together and she had been married for a long time and just divorce was something she just wasn't pushing so I was like that's something you have to do so when she would come at me with the whole you gotta come out the closet (laughs) I'm like well you gotta get a divorce (laughs) like yeah that was yeah that was that was big big issue. That 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 was one of our biggest issues. Um and yeah, I mean it just happened not that long ago, but it was always like like at times I would be like, Am I overthinking it? Like why is this bothering me so much? But I think it was because of the fact that I wanted to be with her and I knew we were gonna be together for a while. So I was like, Why like no, that's any I mean it, even if we broke up, like that's not something you need to be having. Like Yeah. So sometimes I would think like, what if she has a divorce and we break up, then the next person starts a, cl- a clean slate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm over here pushing her to get a divorce <laughs> and she's like, the other person enjoys it, but. <laughs> the benefits of her being divorced. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so how, um, so I guess the, how did you receive the, the pushing, I guess, in that moment, Chella, from, from Beth? Um, for me, I know. It was understandable. I I knew exactly how she felt because I, it's I would feel the same way um, yeah. if I were in her position, which you know she just I I I would feel the same way. Um, it's been a weird couple of years for me. I mean, you know, um, ever since I, I didn't want to bring this up, but ever since my mom passed away, it was just. I could not function correctly. And um, so my ex-husband was there for um, a lot of that. And so when it came to me thinking about, I don't know why, to be honest, but when it came to thinking about divorce, I just felt like that piece of the trauma that I had with my mom passing is going to, I, I can no longer hold on to it yeah. and use yeah. it as like, I don't know, I don't want to say a crutch or anything, but just use it like to kind of console me that yeah. I know that there's someone else out there that has my same pain mm-hmm. yeah. because he went through it with me. And, um, but I know now <laughs> that he felt the same way. Like he knew that we had to get a divorce, but we both were just not, I think we were both feeling the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. We just, we went through that trauma and we don't have to go, don't, don't want to face another trauma. Yeah. Um, or make it official that it's over. Yes, that, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even though we're, you know, we were friends for the longest time after, you know, we split up. Um, it's still, I think, I don't know. I think it just kind of hurt a little bit yeah. knowing, I don't know. No, it, yeah, it's, it hurts. Yeah. It's hard. And it just it just is right. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I mean I think it's it's beautiful that you both have a relationship where you have someone that knows when to push and when mm-hmm. to support and when to also say like I need to take it. It's okay, so it's maybe not the right time. It's it's beautiful to have right mm-hmm. as someone who's single and aspires to and one day <laughs> be in, in a healthy relationship themselves. I um of course there's always there's some there's the hard parts right mm-hmm. um. I, if you, if I hope that you can, and if you feel comfortable sharing, what, what was a, a, maybe a first moment of a time that maybe you got to a fight where you really had to push through to make the relationship happen? Like, I know that it, Kevin and Andrew talked a little bit about like different approaches <laughs> and kind of recognizing that. Um, if you can talk about maybe the first time that y'all decide, like you recognize that you do did things differently that maybe impacted your relationship. Um, or something like that, just like a first moment where it was it was it was a challenge and you had a power through to make it work. Go ahead, Chella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so like I said, um, I am a recovering alcoholic. Um, alcohol has been a really a big issue for me, especially after my mom passed away. I don't want to use that as something, you know, that that's what caused caused my alcoholism. But um, it was just after, I mean, I fell apart. So alcohol was always there for me. And um, but now I'm trying to be in this relationship with Beth. Um, it's it's something that I know that I have to work on in order to keep her by my side. And while, you know, the first two and a half years, three years of our dating, um, it was hard because I kept relapsing and it was, um, it was really, really hard. I mean, she can probably say more, but, um, when I think about what I put her through, it was, um, it's really hard for me to, like, I, I tear up when I think about what I, you know, what I put her through, um, and then the fact that I didn't want, you know, I wanted her to come out to her parents. And then what for? For me to fuck up her, you know, I don't know, our relationship. I don't know. So. So one of those first moments that y'all had a challenge was in a moment that you were using alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, I, I'm very lucky that she's still by my side. Um, she's, she is a strong woman. And so to be. I don't know. I just, I'm in awe of the fact that she's still with me, but I, I, I don't know. I love her so much that I just don't want to be without her. (laughs) Oh, this would be a moment where you kiss. It's okay to kiss. Um, so Beth, how was, how was the process, I guess, from that first moment, how, how did you, I guess, cope or power through to be able to accept Chella again? Um, well, it was, it was, at first it was like, I didn't know how serious it was. I have never had been with somebody like that or even known somebody like that. Um, so I didn't understand it. I, to me, it was just like, like a phase, like a little get over it type of thing and I would come at her like that like just get over it you know so I mean I knew she was an alcoholic because she told me but she had been sober for two years when we started like two and a half years when we started dating so um so yeah it was just like like just I just wanted to like slap her out of it or whatever but um it started becoming like a it just never got better so it it started getting it started getting hard um yeah like there was plenty of times when i thought about just leaving like it's not for me it's just i don't know what to do um she's not budging so i just didn't know what to do but um i mean i tried to help her a lot but i think i just didn't know how so that's when i was like why am i even in this i just don't know how to do anything and don't know how to help her but um yeah, I mean, now that, like, once I started seeing how she was really trying stuff, um, that's when I was like, okay, well, maybe I can. And, and even I started going through, like, reading about it or, or going to meetings with her and just learning more about how to help her and how to be supportive. So I think that helped me a lot, too. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. What about you, gentlemen? I don't think there's, like, one instance but i think for me um i know that because of my progression in terms of when i started going out as a gay man and you know meeting people and then when i met andrew and how i think well you can say it's like pretty quick of a timeline that we moved in our relationship i think i was still holding on to like my i like my independence to a lot Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of things that i pushed and kind of fought with andrew about were things about like him wanting us to be so always together always on the same page always like doing the same things and i think i've thought about this a lot when we had those issues that i know that growing up as a twin that I always had somebody there. We always did everything together. 
So then I think when we had a little break from not being in the same place all the time, then I felt this independence that I didn't have a large window to explore before I met Andrew. So there was always somebody there. So I think I was holding on to something like I need to be myself. And I think I could have expressed that better to Andrew about like wanting different things or wanting to explore things or wanting to, you know, just have my own identity, even in our as a couple, still trying to develop my own independent identity as well. And so I think that sometimes came off as like, you don't want to be in a a relationship with me. And so I think he felt that and I could have expressed it differently. Like I'm doing this for me, but to be a better person in our relationship. Yeah. I mean, at the same time for, for me, it was more of a, for me, it was also not more of, but it was also a learning experience because, um, and I think I guess probably could be characterized as, um, you know, emotional growth or whatever, because I mean, like Kevin said, I probably had a very still held on to a very idealistic view of what relations are relationships are yeah. supposed to be. I mean, um, growing up in my household, <laughs> whether or not true, um, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, idea idealization about like um, uh, being very oh my god, what's the word? Um, sentimental, mm-hmm. being very you know, just everything's close. Like he was saying, everything is done together. Like there shouldn't be no daylight between you two and your decisions if you really are meant for each other and all that kind of stuff. And I still kind of had that. Um, so you know. Yes, I mean, maybe Kevin maybe could have <laughs> led me through it a little bit easier or better or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, it works out. It worked out anyhow, right? Yeah. Um, but for me, it was a learning process of figuring out how to um, let go on some of those things and, and you know, allow the space for us to do our own things. Um, I mean, even like physically, just for me, it was sometimes hard to be like, oh, he wants to go hang out with a friend that is maybe a mutual friend or maybe even a closer friend to him than they are to me. And I'm still like, well, why can't I go? You know, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, which it should be fine. You know, yeah. like I shouldn't have to be be there all the time. And it's it it is fine. It does work. It's just I just needed to kind of um, learn a bit of that, that that, you know, it does work. <laughs> And I think I think that's essential. I think I also have very much like an Andrew idealistic idea of what a healthy relationship is. And I'm learning more and more as I as I learn more about myself is that I there's a, there's a beauty in independence while you're still together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd like to hear, especially like for maybe a newcomer going to a relationship soon. Who knows? Whenever it is, y'all, I'm still <laughs> single. Um, how how did you make how did you make how did you make that first maybe discussion or argument um how did you make how how, how did you make it work to that you were able to still continue the relationships because i can see that moment be like fuck you like i don't want to be with you then or whatever mm-hmm. right if you if you're not both in the safe way so how did y'all power through to make it work i think we like andrew said i think it was a learning process for both of us and it did take like self-reflection on each of our parts, because I think if I just said, you know, I need more independence, I need some time that I can do things that I want to do. And you might not even agree with what I'm doing, but I just need this to, I just need to explore this. I need to just see how that goes. Um, But I think he realized that it's, he kind of saw it from my perspective, like, okay, yeah, you haven't been, you haven't tried these things. You haven't done this. You haven't, lived in a like a singular identity because of you know your family and your brother and things like that so I think he understood that and I understood on his part why he needed to hold on to some things because his family and his background did have a lot of that built in and it was kind of maybe the focus of their relationships as he grew up was like, he had to hold everybody together because he was one of the central pieces of his family. So even at that point, I was like, okay, you're, you're, you are the glue. And so you want to keep everybody together and you want everybody to be stable. And when something goes off, you think you're not doing your job or it's not going right. And that's why I said, you need to (laughs) explore that a little more. (laughs) <laughs> because that's a good thing, but also yeah. there's some stuff there to unpack also. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. How, how were you able to receive all of that, Andrew, and still be able to be like, <laughs> okay, still want to be in a relationship <laughs> with this person? Um, uh, I mean, yeah, like we, you start off with the question. I mean, there are definitely times where I was like, why, what is <laughs> happening? Like, why can't, why doesn't he not get me? Why does he not understand this? It seems so like obvious to me. What is going yeah. on? Is this really going to work? Um, he doesn't get me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, I think like Kevin said, it, it is a bit of self-reflection. Um, to me, it was also, uh, to be honest, I had, I had always kind of thought I was open-minded, but then the process realized I wasn't that open-minded and had to become more open-minded. Yeah. So, um, it, it is again, I think, like he said, a bit of self-reflection. Um, I, to be honest, I, um, I am very much a, um, let's talk it out person. I mean, that's one of the things that, that he probably at first had to struggle with, with me, where if there's a disagreement, I can't let it sit. We have to talk like talk now. What is it? What is your problem? What is my problem? No, we're not going to, we're not going to go to sleep until we figure it out. Um, and I had to, wise words. Yeah. Um, I still kind of lean that way, but I have to, I've learned to like, okay, maybe, maybe if we, we just both need to think about it a little bit more, uh, just be patient, you know? Um, and the other thing is to realize that even if you have these disagreements, that doesn't mean that you fundamentally have a distaste for each other or that you fundamentally are changing your emotions about each other. I mean, disagreements are disagreements and it's not necessarily always like a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the, I mean, like I stated earlier is that I think we sometimes, I think we're so conditioned to think that if something is not in our way, then it's against us. So that's bad. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm, I'm working on that with myself of like not shaming myself or guilty myself to make a good or bad decision. It's very much like I'm making a decision. Right. But it's hard when there's so many up your upbringing, your cultures, mm-hmm. so many of your friends, you know, whatever you kiki with it or telling you what's good or bad for you. Um, I think the last question that I want to ask before we go to part two is y'all are two of the many couples that are very successful that have survived or are still surviving COVID because COVID is still happening and COVID is very real. Um, And we've also seen a lot of our friends and a lot of loved ones that we've in our family or celebrities that have, you know, also called off their relationships during COVID. So I would like to hear um, what's kind of kept your relationship successful thus far during COVID? Like how have y'all kept sane and happy as a relationship? I hope, I hope that is, is not like a, a surprise <laughs> break of conversation. <laughs> uh, for us, I don't know. Honestly, I think we just love being around each other so much Ugh. that we... I, <laughs> just kidding. That was me being jealous. <laughs> that it, this hasn't really bothered us. It's just kind of, I don't know, kind of brought us together um, even more. At least I feel that way. I don't know about that. No, no, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like it hasn't really affected us. Um, COVID or not, we always want to be home. So yeah. mm-hmm. okay. yeah. the only thing is that now we have an excuse like, oh, now we can go home. Like now, <laughs> now it's like we don't feel bad about not if we're going to order food, like going out and bringing it back like why oh. didn't we just eat there like now it's like oh it's covid we have to bring yeah. it back home. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I guess you'll you'll have the opposite effect when covid's over <laughs> Maybe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like well, no we're still gonna bring yeah, it yeah, in. Exactly. Yeah. we're still gonna eat in bed <laughs> well that's beautiful i'm glad that y'all have found each other to to still like each other through covid <laughs> how about you gentlemen i think we are the opposite because before covid we mainly on my part we were like going out a lot so oh yeah i, think I saw you all the yeah, time at the club exactly <laughs> so I, think, I think covid uh saved us from some burnout we've just been taking time to do nothing um do some house stuff do some yeah. home improvement projects uh here and are there you, are, y'all are during covid you're yeah. doing the like the Kitchen is being remodeled. Kitchen. You're doing remodeling, the, which is also yeah. another reason why people break up. Y'all are just testing uh, the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no, I we, like that. Yeah. I like that. We, yeah, we. I think you know. Now we just enjoy just doing nothing, like drinking wine and watching a movie, or mm-hmm. yeah, and we don't re- really talk to each other during the day because we're working. So we still have the same kind of time of interaction. It's just we get to relax a little bit more, mm. and that's actually one thing. Like I don't know if. You think the same way too, but I kind of feel like we understand each other's work. 
schedules and work life better now. Like we've always kind of been at odds about work life. Um, just like my schedule, I, you know, just am more strict schedule and I'm more full day. Um, and I used to try to make him pick me up from work. And so we carpool and blah, blah, blah. But you know, we decided not to do that a long time ago. Never and carpool <laughs> with your oh, partner. Yeah. Um, but I think actually now seeing each other and what our day day is like, he could have told me a thousand times. I mean, and his work day is the way he's told me a thousand times. I'm like, no, no, that's not how your day is. That's so different from mine. But like now I actually get it and actually yeah. I see it. So it actually, yeah. I understand that about it more. So there's more <laughs> of an understanding. Okay. So those yeah. are the, the secrets of making a relationship work during COVID. Y'all that are um, listening to this, maybe I'm taking some notes. Um, so now we're going to, we're going to close part one with this um, now. We're, and then we're going to go into part two. So make sure you listen to both episodes. Uh, thank you for your time. And we'll talk to you all soon in the next episode. Bye. We've laughed. We've cried. We've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah, live with pride. Yeah. Oh. Ow to a dog.